0: Hello listeners and welcome to a Super Bowl edition of the Pulp Diction podcast. Um, as we've been doing all playoffs, I wanted to get one or both of Tyler Dump and Kurt Mingus on to Talk Will Football. Um, due to scheduling conflicts and perhaps moderate apathy did not work out. Uh, but I couldn't I couldn't let this day go by without lobbing in some some picks for the for the listeners, particularly because this is the best gambling day of the year. Um, and you know, if you have a good prop, it can really make what might turn out to be a not-super-enjoyable Super Bowl really fun. Uh, so you're just going to get me a pretty short one here, just going to be my picks and my explanations for them. And, you know, hopefully one or two of them stick with you, and you have something to cheer for during the game. Um, so, my game pick, the line is four and a half. I'm taking the Pats minus four and a half. Um, as much as I'd love to take not the Pats... I feel like the Eagles have already done more than what they thought they would do this year. And I know they got the dog masks and they're really rallying behind that and that's all well and good. Um, But if you look at what they did with Nick Foles, you know, their defense dismantled the Steve Sarkeesian offense of the Falcons and they only put up 15 points and they won. And then the Vikings, who were just totally patting themselves on the back and strutting into a cold weather game uh, thinking they had just clinched a home Super Bowl, just got wiped out by them. And that was one of those games where, like, the final score was so much more dramatic than what it could have been because the Vikings just were hit by a car and just never bounced back. Uh, so, like, let's not, you know, let's not freak out too much over that game. Um, I think I was on the corner that Nick Foles would be better than people expected in the playoffs once he had kind of his two weeks, three weeks to prepare at that bye week. Um, but now people are kind of pencilling in Foles as like this you know super competent quarterback. He's just not. I mean he's he's what he, he is what he is. He would be a bad starting quarterback or a really good backup, and he's been a really good backup this year. but you know, is he really going to be the one that knocks the Patriots out of the playoffs? Um, you know I don't I don't see that happening. And you look at this Pat's offense, I don't know if they'll be able to run against the Eagles because um, they running and kind of comes and goes. But there's just no way in hell that Brady's not putting up 300 yards on this defense, or on any defense. I mean, Brady went against that Seahawks Legion of Boom defense and got 28 points on the board all through the air. Um, so you just have to figure that he's, he's going to put some numbers up on an excellent defense in the Eagles, but probably a defense that I'd argue is better against the run and better against more physical plays than kind of the quick slot receiver type Uh, stuff that the Pats do all the time. So I see the Pats just really throwing all game. And, you know, if you look back at the Pats, I don't know, six, seven Super Bowls, uh, they lost those two to the Giants um, where they didn't really score that much and they were very close games. Uh, They won that first one as 10-point underdogs. They eked it out. They beat the Eagles pretty convincingly in, I don't know, whatever, Don McNabb was there. Um, and then they beat the Panthers pretty convincingly, but none of those games had big spreads. Like, they weren't blowouts. Um, and then, of course, they eked by the Seahawks and the Falcons. I think it's a historical fluke that <laughs> Brady hasn't had a blowout Super Bowl win. Um, that Brady and Belichick haven't, just because the Patriots are so prolific in blowing out other teams. Um, and I just really see this being, you know, maybe the Eagles come out and throw a little something, but especially, like, you know, as they get into the second, third quarter, fourth quarter... Brady's been to seven Super Bowls. This will be his eighth. That's just a ridiculous amount of experience in a, a weird setting and a highly emotional setting. Um and I just I feel like they're gonna be poised no matter what. And even if the Eagles are are, you know, right in it at the fourth, that's a really tough ask for Nick Foles to outduel Brady and Belichick in a fourth. Um so I've got the Pats plus or minus four and a half over the Eagles. It could well be a three point game, but I don't want to pick the Eagles if I don't think Foles is going to win, and I really don't. Um, so you got, I'm going to take the Pats, but I think the line's pretty well set. Um, and there have been a lot of huge figure bets on the Eagles, which suggests that um, some of the more savvy or gamblers are going to stack on the Eagles, but I just really like the Pats for all the reasons I outlined. So that's not really the fun bet, right? And, like, the line in this game isn't, one I'd want to th- toss a ton of money on, but there are like a ton of props. Like the basically, casinos realize that everyone loves playing stupid props, and that they they don't have to make the lines fair. <laughs> like, like they can just kind of take a huge, or, a big cut on either side of the bet, and people will still bet them because they're fun to cheer for. So Vegas just made like seven hundred props, like some unprecedented number. Um, and I combed through all of them, <laughs> which which took more time than it will take for me to record this pod. And I picked, God, how many did I pick? Nine. I picked nine props for you all. And I like all of them. And I i may talk my brother into betting all of them at five bucks a piece and hopefully come out, you know, slightly on top. But um, some really fun ones in here and some really conservative ones too. <laughs> but, you know. Anyway, I'll do some honorable mention ones first. So these were a handful that I almost picked but missed the cut. Um, under one and a half fumbles lost at minus 200, so you'd have to bet 20 bucks to win 10 on it. The Patriots don't fumble, like, just as a rule. Like, that's just something they, do, they don't They do do ever. Um, so I'd be really surprised if they had a fumble in this game. The Eagles may well have a fumble, um, maybe two, but... Also kind of unlikely. You feel like they're going to be trying to play ball control. The Pats don't really have a pass rush, so I'm not worried about a strip sack. Um, and you're, then you're thinking about, you know, can Blunt and Ajayi hold onto the ball? Can, you know, whatever receiver catches the hole onto the ball? So I'd be surprised if there were even two fumbles in this game, but the bet is for fumbles lost, so you then the other team would have to recover it for it to count. Uh, so that one I feel like will probably hit, but because you don't really get any money back and it's not that fun, I don't want to bet it. Um... Another honorable mention, under 14.5 points for the largest lead of the game by other team. Uh, I do think there's a chance the Pats blow out the Eagles, but, you know, I I think it's much more likely that this game stays kind of tighter, um, that the Pats win by maybe 10, 13 at the most. And plus, like, who wants to cheer for, like, a really lopsided game, you know what I mean? So I, I would always bet the under on that, but... At the same time, I don't want to go for it because, you know, the Pats could well blow out Nick Foles and Co. Um, I do have a couple of Brady relative to Foles props because I think in general the world kind of lost their minds with Foles um, and thinks he's gonna be think he's gonna be really good in a game that's a really really tough spot. Um, but Brady minus a half a TD more than Foles at minus one thirty-five. So you have to bet... You only get, a, like, slightly less back than what you bet. That's a that's a tasty one. I have some other Brady or Foles ones I'm going to pick, but that one's up there. Um, same deal. I like Amendola relative to Aguilar props. Um, I think Aguilar is someone who may catch a bomb, but, you know, the idea that he's going to have five, six catches or play a meaningful role in this game is kind of surprising to me. Uh, whereas a probably gonna be the most targeted pats receiver if I had to guess um and you saw in that Jacksonville game when Brady needed to get throws going he was going after Amendola um so that feels like it feels like Amendola is gonna have an eight nine ten catch game so Amendola minus eight and a half yards over Aguilar is a very tasty prop um I didn't bet that one though I had a slightly different one for the ones I chose um Couple other honorable mentions I'll rip through. Field goal before a touchdown at plus 125, I enjoy because it feels like in these big games, the teams try and like feel each other out a little bit early. Um, like last year, the Falcons just immediately came in and started rushing down the field. I feel like that's kind of atypical. I feel like usually there's going to be some punch counter punch stuff going on, almost like the start of a boxing fight where no one wants to come in just swinging. And it feels like someone will get a little conservative near the 30, 25 yard line and kick a field goal. Um, Eagles' field goal is the first score. It's the same logic there, but I think the Eagles will want to get on the board first, so they'll choose to receive. I think the Pats will choose to defer because they trust themselves in the second half. So I think no matter who wins the toss, the Eagles will start. And if you believe that opens the door for Eagles' first score to be a field goal, I think is a good bet. Um, As well as, you know, no touchback on the opening kickoff at plus 145. I know the Pats like to do those little pooch kicks, Um, so that feels like a nice little bet there because I think it'll be the Pats kicking to the Eagles. Um, As far as, I had like three other ones I didn't end up doing. Eagles to have the first penalty because the Patriots just don't commit penalties or they have an arrangement where they don't get penalties called. (laughs) Um, Nick Foles for Super Bowl MVP at plus 300. I don't think the Eagles are going to win this game, which means they won't get the MVP if they do win this game, it's going to be because they put the ball in Nick's full hands. Um, and, you know, he did well. You always hear it with the Pats. It's like the crappy, like, Pats, you know, talking head point that any color commentator lobs in in the first quarter. Belichick takes away what you do well. And in this case, the Eagles don't have something they do really well on offense so much as they have their backup quarterback in. And then, you know, they're awesome line and they're good running backs and such. So I think Belichick is going to take steps to make sure that Foles has to do not just like the handoff run pass option stuff, but has to like make NFL quarterback plays to beat them. Um, So I feel like if the Eagles win, it's going to be because Foles was making those plays and a defensive guy could win it. Sure. But if you think the Eagles are winning Foles for MVP, I think based on what they're going to make him do uh, is probably the play. Then the last bet I didn't end up picking, Ryan Allen, longest punt under 54.5 yards. Um, punt plays suck, so if you want to throw a prop on them to make them interesting, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, I think the Pats are going to move the ball pretty well against the Eagles, uh, at least you know between the 20s. So I don't think Allen's going to punt that many times. And when he does, I feel like the, the Pats are much more about having a punt with hang time and good coverage than just kicking it as far as they can. is a lot of yards. Um, So my bet would be it's under 54.5. You'd get minus 120 on that. I think it's some good value there. Anyway, those are the ones I didn't end up picking. Um, If you enjoyed any of them, I condone it, certainly. Now, the bets I chose. Um, Let's start with ones I kind of like. No, ones I am betting, but I'm not as hot on as other ones. Um, James White having plus 15 and a half yards over LeGarrett Blunt. So I get to take James White's you know yards total and add 15 and a half to it and compare it to Blunt's. Blunt is a goal line guy, so it's, it's weird to me that he would even get to like 15, 20 yards. Um, plus, I think the Pats know Blunt's deal. They know when he goes in the game what kind of runs he's going to be doing. So I'd be really surprised if Blunt had even 20 yards in this game. I think he's going to get, like, six carries for 11 yards or something like that. Um, and so, I, you know, even in that scenario, if James White doesn't touch the ball, he beats the line. But why I like White a lot, and you saw this in the last Super Bowl, White is their guy when they're, like, 100% passing. And then, you know, are 100% in shotgun spread, and they'll do those spread handoffs. He's their running back of choice almost. Um, and that's the guy who closed the last Super Bowl as James White and had all those awesome plays at the end. I just think we're going to see a lot of four-wide stuff, Gronk and three-wide outs and James White-type packages from the Pats. and You know, I think White is the back for that. Lewis can do it too, but I don't think this is the kind of game where Rex Burkhead or who's the other bigger guy they signed at running back? I, I don't think those two are going to have a ton to do against a pretty big Eagles front line. I think the Pats are going to go speed over size in this game on offense. Um, And I just see James White having, you know, four, five carries for, you know, 15, 20 yards and being comparable or greater rush yards than Blunt. So getting 15 and a half, I like that. I'm betting that. Um, I mentioned the Brady stuff. There's two Brady bets I want to do relative to Foles. I mean, this is the best quarterback ever, and – I think last week he was playing with, like, 15 stitches on his throwing thumb. Um, Those stitches should be out of his hand. He should be fine. And, you know, I think people are forgetting or not really appreciating just how much better Tom Brady is at football than Nick Foles. So the idea that I can get, you know, straight odds, basically, on Brady minus 4.5 completions over Foles and Brady minus 47.5 yards over Foles, I'm jumping on those every day of the week. Um, I mean, if I'm... If I'm going down because Foles threw for 320 yards and Brady threw for 300, whatever. But I really think this is going to be a game where Brady's thrown the ball 50 times. And I'd be very surprised if Foles was throwing it for over 200 yards uh, or over 250 yards. So I like those two bets a lot. Um, Similarly, I ended up picking Amendola minus one and a half receptions over Aguilar. I just don't think Aguilar's is going to have like five, six catches. He's just more of a guy. They'll lob that deep pass into him. You know, maybe he'll catch that nice 20 yard post. Um, but I'd just be shocked if he's a huge part of their offense. And I think Dole is going to have the most targets in the pats, him and Gronk. So I think Dole gives you, you know, seven, eight, nine catches, 60, 70, 80 yards. I think Aguilar is going to be at like four catches for maybe three catches for 40. So I'm jumping all over the the one-and-a-half receptions. Excuse me. The only reason I didn't do the eight-and-a-half yards, I think there's a chance Aguilar has a 50-yard catch. Um, If the Pats want to sell out to stop the run and challenge Foles, that means they're going to leave single coverage on guys like Aguilar, which gives Aguilar a shot to go make a 50-60-yard play. Um, And that's in play, but, you know, I think in terms of receptions, Eamon is going to get just so many more targets. That's a safe bet. A little bit of a couple weird ones. I'm going to do the points in the first quarter, minus 105, so I get basically my money back, points in the first quarter over temperature in Minnesota. Now, as it stands, the temperature in Minnesota at kickoff. As it stands, it is expected to be a high of 6 degrees tomorrow in Minnesota. Um, so kickoffs at about six 30 Eastern. That's five 30 in Minnesota. You're going to be a little lower than, than the high, probably probably somewhere in the three to two range. Even if it's a warm day, that's up at six, seven. All I need is a field goal and a touchdown to get through that. Um, so I'm jumping all over that line. It feels off. (laughs) I feel like they do not have the up-to-date weather forecast. Um, So that's one I'm definitely going to go for. Another weird one: no Gatorade bath at plus five hundred after they win. I think it is going to be a back-to-back Super Bowl for the Pats, um, which is which is you know, or it's potentially a back-to-back Super Bowl win for the Pats, which is really uh, special and whatever. But I just I think it's not going to be a particularly close game at the end. Which means, you know, I don't think there's going to be like this all-at-once catharsis for the Pats, and they've just been there so many times before. It wouldn't shock me if they just didn't do the Gatorade bath and they just flaked on it. And, you know, I think—I I don't know—I just I like that at plus five hundred. It keeps me interested till the end of the game. And you know, there's a real shot that the Pats players just feel like they've they've done it all already. Like, there's not really. Aside from like Brandon Cooks and maybe some guys on defense, there's not a ton of guys there who are having their first Super Bowl and are be all jazzed up, you know. Um, so that's more a bet on the Pats winning it, and you know, not really thinking about it. Um, now for some more game ones. So I've got, let me see, one, two, got three more props. Hang with me. A um, couple of game ones. <laughs> Both teams lead in the first half. I've got yes at plus 125. As I mentioned, I think the Eagles get the ball first. I think the Pats run super basic schemes to kind of see what the Eagles game plan is going to be like. I think the Eagles, you know, get 30, 40 yards in the drive, stall out at like the 30 or the 20 and, and uh, kick a field goal. And then I think the Pats come back down and, and take a, you know, get a touchdown out of it. Um, so I, I do like both teams to lead in the first half at plus 125. I get a little bit more money back than I'm betting. Um, another bet I love, if you kind of buy my narrative of the game that Eagles come out, they throw a punch, the Pats kind of see what's happening and then flip the nitrous and just put them away. Um, my last two bets kind of fall in that, in that line. Eagles to lead at half, Pats to win the game at plus 550 feels like a really nice value bet. So I'm getting five times what I bet down on that. And to me, the one thing I'm sure of in this game is that the Pats will be at an 11 in the third and fourth quarter. Um, Especially in the fourth quarter. And I'm not sure that the Eagles are going to have that in them. You know, it's such a long game with that halftime break. It's such a weird situation, you know, having the two weeks lead up and the media and all the hype. I think it's really easy to just kind of run out of gas in the first half. And you saw it with the Falcons. They came out at an 11 for, you know, a half and then just kind of had a couple nice plays in the third quarter and just ran into a wall. And that fourth quarter was all just the the Patriots just coming at them with everything, and the Falcons just had nothing left. Um, so I really like New England to win the game, and I think the Eagles have a real shot at leading at half. Um, the Pats may be up at that point, but you know I definitely think the Pats operate where they save a lot of adjustments for the second half because they don't want to throw out their best stuff and ha- give the Eagles a halftime to figure out how to combat it. Um, so I like that bet a lot at 550. I also love, at even odds, New England minus a half a point in the fourth quarter. Um, So all I really need there is for New England to score one more point than the Eagles in the fourth. And if the game's in the balance, I'm taking Brady over Foles. If if New England's down at that point, I'm ecstatic about this bet because they're coming. If New England's up big and the Eagles get some garbage time stuff, you know, whatever. That's not a bad way to lose this bet. Um, So, yeah, quick recap of my bets. New England minus four and a half points. Brady minus four and a half completions over Foles. Brady minus 47 and a half yards over Foles. Um, James White plus 15 and a half yards over LeGarrette Blount. I'm getting a little bit of money on that too. Amendola minus one and a half receptions over Aguilar. Points in the first quarter over temperature in Minnesota. Um, Plus 500. No Gatorade bath at the end of the game. Um... Eagles leading at half, pats to win, plus 550. Both teams lead in the first half, plus 125. And New England to win the fourth quarter by a half a point or more, minus 110, so normal odds. And that's it. Um hope everyone enjoyed this. Hope it's uh, a little useful for y'all. And uh yeah, enjoy the Super Bowl. I kind of hard to get psyched up for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to lie. Um it's just like if like, no one wants to cheer for the Pats, which means they want to cheer for the Eagles. And if you want to cheer for the Eagles, you're hoping for, like, a grimy defensive game. And no one really knows anyone in the Eagles' defense. Everyone knows, you know, Nick Foles' his name, but no one knows anything about him. No one really cares. There's not that, like, Ray Lewis, you know, Eli Manning revenge. Um, th- there's no kind of signature player on the Eagles that we really care about. Because their signature player is going to be walking around with a cane on the bench. Um, and I just I really see I, I kind of applaud the Eagles for doing as well as they did with Foles but this is a big boy game the Patriots aren't leaving anything in the playbook um, they're going after back to back wins Gronk's going to be going over the middle of the whole game even though he's probably still a third concussed um, but yeah I, I don't I don't think this can be a particularly fun game I hope I'm wrong I hope it's close I hope the Eagles get up big and the pass try and come back But uh, I'm just kind of dubious of that To be honest Um Anyway That does it for this podcast A quick little NFL bet Jaunt Take a look at Nick and I had a really fun NBA talk Um, I'm gonna release Kind of in tandem With this one And then we also talked A little Premier League Which I'll release on uh, On Monday Um But yeah Thanks for listening Stay tuned for more stuff In the coming week And uh so us hope the Super Bowl's a fun one. All right, take care.